0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chai with Us podcast. This is episode number 65. I am Erica, the personal developer. You can also find me at Emotional Freedom.
1: Hello, and I'm Ivana from Okul Isabel.
0: Yes, and today we you are going to um, watch the second part of our conversation on the book The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle. If you haven't watched the first part, it's going to be somewhere over here, so you can go back and watch it because it's going to be, it was amazing. Uh, and that's it. Enjoy the episode. Yes. Thank you. So I love it. Um... The first step that he comments on the book for you, you know, to be uh, more present is mm-hmm. to, I'm reading here, start listening to the voice in your head as often as you can. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to any repetitive thought patterns, those old gramophone records that have been playing in your head perhaps for many years. This is what I mean by watching the thinker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is so nice. So that's what you were talking about before, like to listen. Do you find it easy to listen to the voice in your head?
1: Um, I think so. Now that I know what it is, and it's not, you know what I mean. It's not me. It's it's the voice. And I can I can always be like, you know, like when your voice says something, you're like, no, I don't believe that. Like, where did you get that idea from? and It's kind of like you can have like an argument with the voice. <laughs>
0: Aren't you attaching if you are arguing with the voice,
1: though? Are you what?
0: Aren't you, like, attaching if you are arguing with the voice? Maybe.
1: Maybe because I'm not accepting what is now, but the the voice isn't always right. You know what I mean? No, you're like, shut
0: up. (laughs) (laughs) And then the voice is like, no, 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 I'm right.
1: like, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, that's very interesting. Um,
1: No, but you know what I mean? It's like, you, you like have this thought like oh this muffin is really bad for me and it's like well is the muffin really bad for you why where did you get that thought idea well my mom always taught me that muffins are really bad for me to eat well yeah. is that true or not or is that just like a belief that you got from your mom and so mm-hmm. that's what I mean it's like you question like where did that thought come from like why do you have that is that your belief or is that somebody else's belief
0: mm-hmm. that's a very good exercise actually it's not like you are engaging. You're just like, where did you come from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Where did you, you come get that from there? From? Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> right.
1: Well, he says that, like, our fear of death affects everything. And he says it's, it's even affects our need to be right in an argument. And I never thought about that. Like, our fear of death is, is behind our, like, need to be right in an argument. What do you think about that?
0: I felt a little bit, you know, because... I like to be right. I have this problem where I do like to be right, and uh, and yeah, it makes total sense because when he's talking about dying, he's talking about your ego. Yeah, your ego, the idea that you have of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I think my freaking ego thinks that I am very smart, right? So I say something that it's not quite correct. And somebody tells me, no, Erica, this is like that. And I'll be like, I'll be fighting, you know, to death to prove the person that I am right. Uh, so what, I'm, what am I afraid of? Like, what's going to happen if I'm not right?
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the thing that can happen is that my ego will die a little bit. Yeah. Um, but at the end, that's what you want is your, your ego to die because your ego yeah. is not helping you. But yeah. we have defense mechanisms, right? So the story mm-hmm. I told was a little bit over—I don't know—over simplified. But that's mm-hmm. what I felt like, and and I do feel that sometimes when I'm in an argument, uh, I have to stop myself. I'm like, "What? What are you arguing about? Like, is is exactly. it like—is it worth it? And yeah. are you trying to? If, if like honestly, if I realize that I'm just trying to prove myself right, I will just shut up and let it be. Yeah. Uh, but it's something that you, you. I mean, I realized you always have to be in conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. You always have to be, girl. What are you doing here? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, yes. and and then you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very important that I, I love that he mentions throughout the book, the entire book. Don't be judgmental. Yeah. The fact that you're being present—it's not like for you to attack your thoughts and you know fighting mm-hmm. them and stuff. You just realize they're there, um, and I, I like that he mentions this. Like, don't be judgmental. Like, why mm-hmm. would you be? It's a thought. If you act on it, that's a different thing. But, but I like it. I like it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that he mentioned, because I thought this was definitely speaking towards me, he says that we sometimes put ourselves in dangerous activities, because they force us to be present in the now. And that is so true. And dangerous activities can be anything from like roller coasters, like riding roller coasters, because when you're like on a roller coaster, and you're going up and then you fall down, you feel like you're gonna die. And I love that because you're so present in your body. Mm-hmm. But it can also be other dangerous activities like speeding while you're driving or other dangerous sports, like skydiving. Yeah. I've never done it, but I've wanted to. And I think like that's why some of us like love these dangerous activities because they put us in the present moment. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the more we train ourselves to be present, fully present in the present, we won't need these dangerous activities anymore.
0: That's true at the mm-hmm. practice. Yeah, it's you said the key word is practice. Because once you start practicing, once you are having a conversation and you're like, wait a moment, I'm not even here. And then you bring yourself to the conversation again. Then you are present. And the thing is Mm -hmm. that it gets easier and easier for you to do this. But of course, you have to do the work. Let me tell you, like I was reading this book and I was feeling like 10 times more present in everything I've done. Ten times. I don't know if you experienced the same
1: thing. I know what you mean.
0: But it was just like I read the book, I had these thoughts over here, and that's like seriously, I'm gonna make it a thing and read this book every year or yeah. every six months if I if I have to or if I can, because it, it is important and and I saw how how important it is to revisit mm-hmm. this type of content because yeah. Listen, I was spot on. I was doing everything in the book, and I was, and I was happier. Yeah. I was happier when I was following these principles. And I realized that with time, life, people, life circumstances, things change and you kind of disconnect from certain things. Mm-hmm. You start doing some choices, and okay, let me do this instead of that. Yeah. that. And and this book kind of brings everything. Again,
1: I think together. it's nice to see the progress that you've also made because when you reread the book, you can be like, oh, now I remember where I like, got this process from, is from yeah. this book and I'm doing this. And then you feel like happy and you feel like you're on the right path.
0: Yes, absolutely. And there are certain things that I didn't grasp at the moment. Exactly. Um, for example, this uh, concept of life and life circumstances. Okay. You have your life, you your being and then you have everything else is life circumstances so and we should focus more on life on being on the now than on the life circumstances because they are always going to change and we cannot base our being and our state only on life circumstances Mm -hmm. right and this was one one thing that when i read just you know when the concept was here but now that I've done more work, read different things, I'm like, okay, I, I get this. I'm get, I get this. Maybe I'm focusing more on my life circumstances now, mm-hmm. which is um, making me go away from my life, right? Yeah. Because this is the, the thing that doesn't change, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's me, my being. But life circumstances, they are going yeah. to change. And if we're constantly... <laughs> chasing. well it's going to be an a happy existence
1: that kind of goes into what i want to talk about is like that he says that there are no problems only situations to be dealt with and how and or to be left alone or accepted so mm-hmm. like that to me because i used to live like my days by like my problems if that makes any sense like if i had a problem it would take over my whole world and my whole day was ruined by it and I'd have all these like i would attach all these negative emotions to the problem and it, you know what I mean? If I felt crappy, it was because I had this problem that wouldn't go away. And he says, that's not true at all. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a life situation that you need to deal with. Or mm-hmm. You need to accept it if, if you can't change it or you need to let, let it go.
0: That's simple. Like, I think that this is what he talks about is life. That's yeah. what happens in life. You have a situation, right? Either you act on it. Or Mm -hmm. you don't act on it. But the most important thing is that you you accept it. Even if you want to be lazy. He says in the book, even if you want to be lazy, you decide to be lazy. Then be lazy as F. He doesn't use this as F like me. But he's like, go ahead, be as much lazy as you can. And then just accept it. Uh Say, I own it. I'm going to be lazy in this situation. I'm not going to do anything. Own the thing. And yeah. of course, since you, but the most important thing is to live in the present moment.
1: Yes. So yeah.
0: Because sometimes you're like, okay, I can only, for some people, it's true, I can only get out of this situation in three months from now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are you going to do during these three months? Are right. you going to cry, be sad? Be anxious, like you can only solve the situation three months from mm-hmm. now. So yeah. what are we gonna do? We're gonna mm-hmm. be in the now. Okay, let's yeah. what we're gonna do today. What am I he going said to do? That, now?
1: that there are no problems in the like in the presence of the now because right now you don't have the problem. It hasn't happened yet. And so like why but I think it's just like I don't know if it's like our upbringing, our conditioning, what it is, but like we attach our identity to our problems. I know a lot of people do. Yes. I used do that yes um what what do you think uh how can we like stop doing that
0: like i think there there are many things here like first of all in our society if you don't have problems and you are if you're not dealing with something nobody even listens to you
1: that's so true because they'll be like negativity.
0: oh boy. my like if, <laughs> if you go and if you're like Oh, uh, Erica, how are you? Oh, I'm very good. I feel very well. I feel very.
1: No one wants to hear that, Erica. What
0: happened? (laughs) Oh, I went silent for a day, people, but nobody, right? Nobody wants to hear me. Um, So I think we are used, we are overstimulated. I Uh talk about this all the time. We are overstimulated. Uh, society likes struggle, the hero story, the person who has been through all, and then if you have nothing to tell, like come on. Um, and then being attached to your problems, I guess it's um comfortable because you don't have to actually solve them, you can yes. just be there and do nothing. <laughs> so, I think that's also good for you if you he are said
1: this thing, he said, the light is too painful for someone who wants to remain in the darkness. I like wrote that down, started, underlined it, highlighted <laughs> it. <laughs> ah, I love it. If, if I had the book, there'd be arrows pointing towards it. <laughs> you know, three exclamation points. <laughs>
0: ah. Oh my God.
1: It's true. I think it's um, when you've been through something and you attach your story and your life to it, Mm -hmm. it gives you reason to continue to be the victim. And then if you're the victim, then you don't have to face your life and live in the present moment. And you can just continue to feel sorry for yourself and say, well, you know, I'm this way because this person did this to me. And now Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to live this way. And I don't want to change. So I think up until that point until like you're ready to change and accept what happened and and let it go and and live your life new like you just life is just dark for you and like so you have yeah. to be brave enough to step outside of the darkness but i think when you're going through that it's it's like when you're depressed you see like no end to it there's no light at the end of the tunnel because you're just stuck in it and you don't think things are going to get better they are and i think that's when you really need a support system and you need to seek therapy and a group of friends that can really help you get out of that darkness
0: right it is true and sometimes like the present like the situation that you are in maybe the situation sucks but the thing is you have to accept the situation that you are in in order to do something now because if you yeah. keep waiting, your tomorrow is going to be the same as as today's, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I love this when he talks about uh, living between past and future and how it is an illusion mm-hmm. that none of this exists. Yeah, we live life like tomorrow is guaranteed. Right, it is what I mean. It is not the past mm-hmm. already happened, it happened. Yeah. uh probably didn't even happen when like the way we think it, it no, did or, because yeah, we never exactly. have the whole story of everything mm-hmm. and i think it's the 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 good thing of the book is just realizing that only this moment now exists mm-hmm. there is nothing more real than th- this moment because the future is not here So thinking about what's going to happen, we're trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist and most of the times will not even exist. Mm -hmm. Um, And the past is no point of going there unless you need to change to to learn something, Mm -hmm. right? And I like this idea that like we should stop navigating in between these two and be here now. And that it's okay, and he talks about having goals, and that it's okay having goals as a guidance, Mm -hmm. but we make the decisions now. Yeah, We make the decisions now. Like, what are you going to do now? You have a big goal. What are you going Mm -hmm. to do now? Then focus on this thing now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There is no need to to focus on everything that is going to happen after this. If you focus on just this thing and enjoy this thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, then you have a beautiful life because you are actually present. Yeah, that's true. It's the beauty. That's the beautiful, beautiful, beauty of it. Okay. So he Sorry, talks I was about
1: how ahead. we have to catch ourselves complaining. And I completely agree with this because, like he says, non acceptance of what is now carries a negative charge. So if you're complaining, that means that you're not accepting of what is happening in the now and that's a negative charge and it's going to mm-hmm. make us feel negative and that's not good for us. So we have to catch ourselves complaining and I am a big believer in this and I really try to practice this when I, when I have a thought that's like complaining.
0: Yeah, I was a complainer. I had friends that we just mm-hmm. did complaining all the time. And right now I'm, I'm quite uh, intolerant to complaining. I don't like yeah. complaining. Uh, and I, here I am complaining about complaining. Okay.
1: <laughs> I had a friend who wrote me this like really long email about how she was having like this conflict at work Now she thought uh, this guy was um was like gonna fire her or something like that and she was gonna go to the reporters. And I I was like okay. And so she's like, well, you don't have much to say. And I was like, well, I've really tried to remove complaining negativity from my life. And she said that's not possible. It's not possible to remove negativity from your life and since then like we haven't spoken what
0: oh my god
1: and so but you know what so now I think about it like well we haven't spoken but it's like I don't have that kind of conflict in my life and I've told her I'm I'm, like trying to remove conflict out of my life and not Mm -hmm. be around it and so I'm having a hard time understanding your conflict and she could not understand that she got very defensive and got very upset over it and she goes it's not possible to remove conflict from your life You're right, it's not possible to remove all of it, but you can reduce it and you can, like, say how, like, what conflict you will allow in your life and what negativity you will allow.
0: Yeah, but also there is one thing uh, to have a conversation about something that is happening to you and a different, complete different thing is just sitting down complaining uh, for a long time without even having, like, a solution to, like, why are you complaining? Like, are you going to do something in regards to this? And complaining has this kind of this heavy energy. I, I don't know. When I complain about something, my, my chest starts to be very heavy, you know, mm-hmm. starts to become very heavy. And it's such a negative energy just to complain. I mean, you can complain about the weather or whatever you want, but it's like yeah. it's the, the negative charge that you put on it. For yeah. How long do you do it for? Do you sit yeah. down for two hours? I, I don't know. But if you sit down for two hours complaining, I'm, you're not going to feel good. You're not gonna feel good about yourself. You're not gonna feel good about your life. Um, So, I mean, there's no point on complaining. There is only like you you tell me what's happening, what you're gonna do about it, and that's it. Like, yeah, complaining is very pointless.
1: I agree. agree. Oh,
0: I love this sentence. The future is an imagined now.